Okay. Welcome well, back. <laughs> we are here. 2020, kind of safe for work. We are ready to go. We are, finally, after some holiday chaos. Yeah, we were kind of a mess for a little while, but yeah. we are not going to let <laughs> those bumps stop us. No, our are. our resolution as a team is to be better this year. <laughs> Period. Period. <laughs> Just That's in every it. way. Yes. Specifically with this podcast. Yeah. And we can do it. We can. It's the first week of the year. I think we're off to a good start. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're going to start being better by mm-hmm. looking backwards. Yeah. I feel like that's the only way to do it in this new decade. You got to learn. You got to. I mean, where do we even start? Ten years ago was when the decade started, basically. Doing the math for our ages is wild. Yeah. It's really strange to think how many things happened since then. Yeah. Yeah. I was 15 years old 10 years ago. I was in 10th grade, had really short hair. Not like really, really short, but pretty short. Mm -hmm. And I was very big on like going to Warp Tour and wearing skinny jeans. And I had really bad eyebrows. Mm -hmm. It was, it was a time. We all did. That's okay. It was 2010. Yeah. Um, I was 12. That's crazy to me. That's wild. January 2010, I was 12 (laughs) years old. I was in seventh grade so in this decade i completed all of college all of high school and half of middle school that's insane yes wow it's nuts yeah i feel like that's cool though i I know it's kind of cool that it's like all encompassed in that time frame yeah it was a big decade for you it really was (laughs) there was a lot of growth yeah um my actually speaking of that this this August is my grandparents' 60th anniversary. Um, but so for their 50th, we did a huge thing for them. And part of it was a big family photo shoot. And we were Aww. just with them over the holidays. And so we were looking at those photos as we're going to be celebrating their 60th. And my sister made a comment about how my grandparents really haven't changed that much, but how my parents have aged mm. a lot. And my grandmother made a comment. She goes, the last 10 years have been really good to you, Morgan. And I was like, don't drag me. I was 13 in those photos. Those are some rough years. The worst years. I hate seeing photos of myself from back then. 11, 12, 13. I was literally the worst Did you have braces? I had braces before that. I got braces on at 9 and had them off at 11. I had them early. I think I had mine at 12, so it would have been your age. But yeah, yeah, those are some photos that do not need to resurface ever. No, and I mean like they're one of the few family photos where that Mm -hmm. entire side of the family is in the same place at the same time so it's fine yeah like I I'm okay with it I was 12 but for my grandmother to drag me (laughs) I just really wasn't expecting I was like it's Christmas Eve yeah okay thanks grandmas are wild enough apparently (laughs) she is you know she just is too honest for my own good (laughs) well luckily most of those photos only ever have to resurface in those situations because right. social media wasn't that big back then. That's so true. for the most part, those photos are not online. I know. Some are, but yeah, not that's the all. Thing. I, at that time, I was, I don't know how many people know this about me and Jess didn't even really know this about me until recently, but I rode horses. Um, and at the time I was competing pretty heavily for a 12 year old. Um, I rode quarter horses quarter horses and showed on the circuits um I don't know how I didn't know that I don't know either it's like like I it's a part of my life that literally made who I am like Mm -hmm. I love it so much I'm working on getting it back into my life but so if I wasn't like at school chances are I was like covered in dirt like hair pulled back in a ponytail and my hair was like too short to always be in a ponytail (laughs) didn't look good so it's like I look back at those times and I'm like oh my god like I was having so much fun but I also look like absolute trash yeah it's okay though no one really knew it back then right we thought we looked really good well that was the thing and I all of my makeup was like drugstore makeup Mm -hmm. that was like caked on and looked horrible and yeah I back then I remember I would wear like heavy eyeliner under my eyes now I only wear like top eyeliner yeah we stopped wearing eyeliner under our eyes in like 2013 yeah thank god for that we we learned yeah but speaking of social media where were you on social media in 2010 so or throughout this decade like how did it happen for you well in preparation for this episode because contrary to popular popular belief sometimes we have our shit together here (laughs) um I went back through my Instagram and my Twitter, because I was curious. I knew I joined both somewhere early in the decade. Mm-hmm. So I looked. I have it written down that I hadn't joined Instagram yet. I didn't, wouldn't have joined until 2012. 
And my first photo on Instagram was a picture of my world's best boss mug from the office. I got it in a Yankee swap and it was like my favorite thing ever. thought it was really cool. Mm -hmm. I think I got two likes on the picture, which was about average for that time. Um, And then on Twitter, I joined in 2009. So I went back and found my first ever tweet, which was, Packing and doing homework, and then maybe the Hannah Montana movie, <laughs> which really just goes to show. I mean, I guess not much has changed because I'd totally still watch that movie, but then, great movie. yeah, I went through some other ones. Um, just finished watching 17 again. I'm basically going to marry Zach Efron one day with the little sticky outy tongue face. Mm-hmm. We didn't have emojis back then, so it was like done oh, with the like letter the, P. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. I have weirdly always been a Facebook person. Mm. Um, I, w- I had I begged my mom to let me get a Facebook. And the reason actually had to do with writing is because, like, everyone would, like, take photos and post photos on Facebook yeah. and, like, massive albums from every show. And I didn't have a Facebook, so I couldn't see them and I couldn't post my photos. Um, so my mom finally let me get one. And that was in, I believe, 2010. Um, but I didn't join Twitter until winter of 2011. Oh, and wow. the reason I joined, and I joined Twitter without my mom knowing. But <laughs> of course, I, you had to do that back then. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and the reason I joined is because I went to see the Justin Bieber mm-hmm. Never Say Never movie with one of my friends. Amazing movie. And such a good movie. It is. And the entire time they're like posting tweets from fans and how he responds to them and everything. And I walked out of there and I was like, I need to find Twitter <laughs> right now. So I went home and made a Twitter. Right now. And I love that though. I'm, I don't, I didn't go back and look at my tweets. I was honestly too afraid to. Um, I scrolled all the way through Instagram, but I yeah. couldn't do Twitter. I know. Well, it's cringy. It's like on Facebook when you get your oh, memories. Yeah. And they're just so bad. They're like, so bad. Well, ugh. back in those days, we posted Facebook statuses as if it were like, Morgan Rob is blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And that's why it would it was always be like, heading to the barn. Like, oh, yeah. Going to school. Yeah. Like, Mine would be like, going to DQ. School with like a million O's. Right. And then it would just lay out my day entirely like then with Megan, then going to the movies, then sleeping over so-and-so's house. Like, it was every second of my day. Like, why? Literally, like, what we were taught not to do in, like, kindergarten about, like, yeah. telling, like, predators what you're yeah. doing. Like, like, here it we is. Did, we did Come it. Come find me. Yeah. This is my schedule today. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Um, and I joined Instagram in 2012. But I, okay. I that wasn't until my sophomore year of high school, which at that point was pretty late. Yeah. And my, both of my siblings who again, for those that don't know, are five and six years younger than I am. So if I was 13, they were Mm. six and seven. Mm. They had Instagrams before I did. Oh, my God. I know. I mean, back then that sounds really crazy because I feel like no one had it that young. But now kids – like my 11-year-old brother has Instagram, and he's wild on Instagram. It's great. (laughs) I love it. But, yeah, he's something else. And he's had it for probably like a year or so. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's just so weird. Like, we didn't have that when we were that young. Right. We had AIM, which was great. But right. And I I also think, though, we had a lot less, like, strange social medias. Mm-hmm. Like, basically all we had was, like, AIM, mm-hmm. Facebook, and then, like, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. And then we were kind of – we were old enough to, like, handle ourselves on social media by the time, like, Vine was big and yeah. other things well, like that. I wouldn't say that about myself. <laughs> I mean – Vine came out, I think, my freshman year of college, which is such a bad time for it because you're going to parties, and I would Vine. I would, like, post Vines literally of just, like, the scene of the party, and all you would hear is me yelling, and then it would get cut (laughs) off because the clip stopped. It was, ugh. I I miss Vine for so many reasons, but if all of my Vines are not there, thank God. Like, (laughs) true. No, but I mean in a way that, like, we weren't, like, too young that having a social media like that that's just like out there and you don't know who's seeing it won't harm you in a way whereas like I know my siblings had like weird ass social media that Mm -hmm. I don't even know it's just like random apps that like oh yeah like tech and iPads and iPods whatever just became so big that there were so many random apps that like I can't like recall the countless amount of times my mom was like freaking out because like there's a story about like some predator reaching oh, yeah. out to a little girl. Yeah, I, remember. Was, like, I don't remember us having as much of that. No, yeah, that was like not really a thing back then. Right. I remember recently there was one. It was because Fortnite has been big, so there was like someone contacting people through Fortnite or something. Mm-hmm. And my little brother plays Fortnite. Yeah. And I remember it was like this creepy image. 
that was supposedly the person and it was called like MoMA or something. And this is so not related to really anything because nothing bad happened to my brother, but he was like horrified that this yeah. was going to happen to him. Right. So our sister <laughs> took his phone and changed her name to MoMA in it and then like put that creepy picture and then called him one day. Oh, it was so great. <laughs> I've never seen him so scared in my life. So that's siblinging 101. <laughs> yeah, especially as the older siblings. Yeah. Gotta scare him whenever yeah. we can. Even if there's a 15-year age gap, it's it's fine. <laughs> Not a big deal. Ugh. All right. Well, speaking of, like, the creepiness of social media, mm-hmm. are there is there anything we want to, like, let go of from the 2010s? Oh, I mean, there are so many things. My wardrobe. Yeah. I mean, the clothing, the style. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's where I would just throw it all away. Right. I saw a quiz online, and I wrote down some of the things. It was, like, what trends would you leave behind? Mm-hmm. And I want to ask you. I'm curious. Because some of them are more recent, and some are, like way back got it okay so number one is a recent one chunky dad sneakers or mom jeans chunky dad sneakers yeah those can go i love mom jeans i love they're great they're so comfortable Mm -hmm. they fit you in the waist and butt everywhere else are comfortable love it yeah those can stay forever Mm -hmm. um animal print or tie-dye um i would let go of tie-dye yeah i like both Mm. but animal print is timeless tie-dye is really hard i think for like decent clothing yeah you know what i mean no i agree you can do that easily for a t-shirt but Mm -hmm. very rarely do i just like wear random t-shirts out and about anymore so it's like but animal print i'll fucking wear anyway oh my god i wear so much animal print it's (laughs) not even funny i hope that i can find some good tie-dye stuff this year Mm because i feel like you can get really high-end like satin slip dresses that are tie-dye and they're oh, really cute yeah, but they're expensive true. yeah and like for a trend like that I wouldn't pay that but right. we'll see maybe right. this year I feel like it's it's Come gonna be back. big yeah um clear bags or fanny packs clear bags yeah I am in on fanny packs recently I I like fanny packs so I yeah I mean they one they can be really stylish and two I feel like their functionality is yeah. just <laughs> can't beat it yeah although um, I went to the Ariana Grande concert this summer in New York um, with my little sister, and it's her specific. She mm-hmm. implemented, like, she brings an extra security team to every venue she mm-hmm. goes to, which is understandable after yeah. one of your venues is shot yeah. up, basically. Um, but they, like, if you didn't come in with a clear bag you had to, like, leave your bag at bag check and take your belongings mm. with you in a clear plastic bag, which I understand and get, especially yeah. from her perspective. Like, sis has been through it. And yeah. Be extra paranoid. Be extra protective. Um, but I think on a day-to-day functionality thing... Fanny packs. Fanny packs are yeah. way easier, better, yeah. cuter. I have one, and I really like it. I wore it when I was in Disney, maybe, like, last year or the year before. Mm. And I felt so, like trendy yeah look at me in my fanny pack (laughs) i had one that i got last year for cambodia that is not cute at all but like so functional Mm -hmm. like six zippers like you could hide so much shit in there nobody would know it was great (laughs) well it's kind of like being a guy because they can wear like nothing shorts that have plenty of pockets or they somehow just always have room but we have to like be carrying our purse and then you get nervous like you put it down yeah are you gonna forget it because i do it is the strangest feelings for me to walk somewhere and not have anything in my hands yeah i always think I'm forgetting something right which I like don't know how like men leave the house every day Mm. with only like a wallet and keys and like nothing else where's your chapstick and your literally Literally, everything else hand sanitizer six bottles of Advil like a hundred band-aids like lotion hand sanitizer you name it is in my purse and like I don't know how they do it yeah sometimes I envy it other times someone is like do you have this and I'm like absolutely yeah yeah I love that Okay, um, feathers in the hair or Jersey Shore bumps? Oh, wow. I mean, neither of those are good. Can they both go? Yeah, they both should go. I think... They really both should. If I had to keep one, I would keep Jersey Shore bumps because it's the less bad of the two. Right, I was going to say that too. Um, I don't think that, like, I, I, like, get the point Mm -hmm. of a Jersey Shore bump. I think that... I don't really get the point of a feather in your hair. No, it's just and it could also be a look. <laughs> it's just yeah, it could also be appropriation. People could argue the Jersey Shore bumps 
I really don't think we're that bad to start off with. And then no. people started making them worse. And yeah. Higher and higher. And Remember they sold those like fake. bump bits? Yes. And you could like make your hair go I so used high. I want one so bad. I think so I had I one. Never got one. No, I got one and I couldn't figure out how to use it. Thank God. Because no, that's right. a bad it, look. It would just be. Yeah. Nope. But All right. Definitely the lesser of the two evils. Um, Last one would be hair chalk or kool-aid colors in your hair or like kool-aid colored i think that the whole like coloring streaks of our hair summer trend should be left in the 2010s like for everyone Mm -hmm. like just don't do it yeah Um, you want to like actually dye your hair power to you but like just like highlighting like your front then it's kind of weird yeah no it's not cute do you remember when people used to just dye underneath their hair yeah it'd be like bleach blonde and then you'd have dark hair like mine I tried to do that once. I had my fr- my sister's friend come over. She, like, did hair. Mm-hmm. And apparently I didn't explain what I wanted well enough because the next thing I know, she's, like, putting it – my whole head had, like, stuff on it, and I didn't say anything. So yeah. I ended up with, like, caramel-colored hair, which is not anywhere near what I have. And it, right. it looked so bad. It basically, like, blended in with my skin. Oh, and no. And I skipped school the next day, called my mom crying, and I was like, I need to go to the hairdressers. Like, help me. Yeah. So never again will I do – anything to my hair yeah. that is not like natural looking right. yeah um but i think out of those two i would say that the hair chalk is probably worse yeah than like a kool-aid yeah like if you're five and you want to have pink hair for a day although i do know a bunch of well not a bunch but i know a few people who um like kool-aid their hair mm-hmm. and then like went in the ocean and it came out a completely different color so oh be careful folks interesting don't huh. do that if you yeah. Just decide to collate your hair in the 20s. Yeah, I don't assume anyone will be doing that, but you I never hope know. None of our listeners. Yeah. I hope that we're all beyond that. <laughs> I like to think so, but you never know. You never know. <laughs> okay. What else did we like? What, what happened, basically? It's so strange because I feel like the beginning of 2019 itself was forever ago. So thinking back on the last 10 years as a whole I know. is, I can't wrap my head around it. Especially it's when it's, like, I could think of things that, like, happened in college. And mm-hmm. what I found really hard to, like, come up with for this episode was, like, big world things. Yeah. Like, I feel like I just I mean, can't we remember. We probably talk about, like, wars or whatever and yeah. all that sort of stuff. But it's also, like, I just don't think that that is what defines a decade necessarily. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's the social stuff. It's the pop culture stuff mm. that really determines like everybody's day-to-day memories almost yeah like oh I remember where I was when that happened yeah I, looking back on some of the things that have happened in this past decade it seems like another world ago and there's such bizarre things that have happened mm-hmm. like weird trends that people have done mm-hmm. which I don't know like the Harlem Shake were you in college when that was a thing? Because no, I, I was, I was in, high in high school, school and yeah. my friends and I did a video. Oh, did you? I'll show it to you. I, I honestly think it's so funny. Oh, my God. I think it's absolutely <laughs> hilarious. But we were late to the party when we did it. We were probably a year late to it. Oh, wow. Yeah, we, I remember, I think I actually was probably a freshman in college because I remember people in the dorms would do it. Right. And the, I'd see all the videos from the other actually, universities. Actually, I think I remember seeing... Like, I remember applying to Suffolk and seeing, like, a Suffolk one, probably. Oh, like, I wouldn't be surprised if that was a social media ploy that probably. they did. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So that – but it was such a weird thing. That and, like, the um, the Black Beetle song, was it the Mannequin Challenge? Oh, I feel like yes. those are, like, one in the same, like, realm. Yeah, they definitely were. And, I mean, there were definitely some good Mannequin Challenges. Some were really funny. Th- they were that, – that was more – that was, what, three years ago? That was more recent, yep. yeah. I think – maybe my senior year of college or the year after because I remember it was big when my study abroad roommate came to Boston for the first time yes it was yeah. it was my sophomore year of college I remember it was just like a great snapchat but I at the time was seeing a guy in the north end so I would like walk that way mm-hmm. often and so I'd always pass by like downtown crossing with like all the storefronts mm-hmm. and I just like took a video one night <laughs> of the mannequins and I was so fucking proud of myself <laughs> and like I it was Snapchat didn't have memories at the time, uh, or I didn't save it, but I don't know where it is. Oh my god! But I know that it. I took that video once, and 
I'm telling you, it was funny. <laughs> I believe it. That sounds like, that's good. That's clever. I was so proud of myself. Yeah. I did one once with like, my dog was asleep and she happened to wake up when I was like filming her mm-hmm. and she had this weird look on her face and I just slowly went in and she just like stayed perfectly still in this weird position. And that was probably the one I was most proud of because otherwise like right. mine would have sucked. I just remember ones where like they'd go and be like a family and everyone would be doing simple things and you get to the end and the grandma would be holding like a glass of water in her hand and like shaking. shaking uncontrollably. Yeah. Ugh. No, I definitely saw there were some good like I remember like sports teams did mm. them like those were yeah. really good. Speaking of challenges, which I don't think is on our list, but that sports teams did was um, is also relevant because of um, Pete Freitz just passed mm-hmm. away. But the ice bucket challenge oh, yeah. was so huge this that decade, was huge. And which it, I don't think it's completely probably gone away, and I wouldn't Mm-mm. be surprised if there are some videos this summer that come out just yeah. in honor of him just recently passing away. Yeah. But for to bring awareness for ALS for those that don't know, yeah, um, that yeah, was that pretty was cool. Huge. What other challenges we got? I don't know. Oh, Jess wanted to explain this to me because I didn't know. Oh, yeah. Planking. Does yeah. anyone okay. remember? Because I don't. Um, I'm going to say this right now that everyone listening definitely knows what planking is except for you. Well, I know <laughs> what planking is in terms of like, I need to strengthen my ass, no, so I'm going to do a two-minute plank. not that. Okay, I'm going to show you a picture. Like, she has it ready. not know this? Like, people would literally just be face down on things, like the grass. I see the kid. I or don't. this one. Like, it was a thing. Uh, How do you not remember that? But did, were like were people just like there to take photos of them? Is that like it was like a, like you'd be at school? Oh, wait, there's some two people. Like you would just be like, oh, I'm gonna go plank on this, and then you'd have someone take a picture of you. Or I guess sometimes you just do it and not get a picture. But yeah, no, I do have no recollection okay. of this. Existing. I don't know where you were during this time period, but it was very Probably big. under a rock. Yeah, that that's me for like half the time. <laughs> We also have on here the cinnamon challenge. Did you ever do that? No, I d- uh, no, I didn't. I, I never did think. that either. I don't have it on here, and I th- I think it was this decade. Um, is similar to the cinnamon challenge, but the eraser challenge. What's the eraser challenge? You, I was too old for this. My brother did this. Um, but you literally like do it like you r- race against your friends, and you take an eraser and you just rub it against your skin <gasps> to li- like erase your skin. Ew. Yes, like horrible. Like you're giving Why yourself you like third that? degree burns. Okay, I'm glad that I did not know about that. Yeah. I remember there was like a period of time. I assume it was this decade, but maybe it was a little earlier. Do you remember when like it was a thing people would be like, oh, can you chug a gallon of milk? Yes. <laughs> and then you would throw up because right. that was like the thing is that if you chug gross. a gallon of milk, you puke it up. Puke but, it up. I mean, it's kind of tempting. I'm curious. Like, <laughs> Are you a Friends fan? Kind of. I don't... Yeah, I like it. Um, I'm a big Friends person, which very sad that it, it just, just got taken off Netflix. Netflix. Um, but there's this one episode where Joey is, like, applying for a modeling job, mm-hmm. and he... I think it was the one he had to learn French, so it's, like, later mm-hmm. on, and it's, like, the last season, and Phoebe tries to teach him French, which, if you guys have never seen the video, you just have to go watch it, because it's so fucking funny. But then the episode ends with her saying, all right, like, you realize this didn't work out. Like, what else on your resume can you not do? And so they just start, like, crossing things off. And she says, like, all right, chug a gallon of milk. And he goes, oh, I could do that. And he <laughs> takes out a gallon of milk, but dumps, like, half of it down oh. the front of himself that it was, like, solid but so funny uh-huh. also. So that's the way I would have done the milk challenge Yeah, poured half of it out. Also pretty gross, though, if it's going down the right. front of but your I body. But I would prefer, like – that to throwing up. Yeah, I could go take a shower and wash my clothes. That's true. Yeah. If I was going to throw up after eating anything or drinking anything, I feel mm-hmm. like milk's a good option because it's probably like not going to burn that much. Yeah, it would be That's like the valid. most like pleasant puke of my life. That's true. <laughs> sure. Um wait, we also have the Kylie Jenner lip challenge. Oh, wait, was that when, like, people would put, like, um, a like shot a, glass or something yeah, on their like lips? Yeah, a glass around their lips so it would, like... Yeah, make their lips bigger? Yep. I honestly Which con- the, considered I, doing that. <laughs> I, at first, I'm like, all right, that, like, could be cute. Like, not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants bigger lips. Yeah. But then, like, very quickly, you guys just started seeing people that either did it too many times or just did it wrong the first yeah. time. And, like, they're, like like blood vessels in their lips yeah. would pop like their lips Ugh. were just like and that's just gross that was really bad yeah I was always nervous I was like oh I kind of want to try it but I was nervous that if I like sucked in too hard the shot glass would shatter and mm. my mouth would get all like ripped up glass and, yeah, yeah. So, that's also bad definitely glad I didn't do that one um also more recently I think this was two years ago is the kiki challenge <laughs> yeah 
to Drake. Yeah. Where people would jump out of their cars to dance. I loved that. I made my cousin Stephanie, shout out Steph, do it once in a parking lot. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah, I honestly love that. I also thought the song was catchy, so never had a problem with it. I remember we actually podcasted a different podcast mm. and talked about it with Kim. Yeah. And she hated it which mm-hmm. i understand she was oh like why are you guys jumping out of cars yeah i mean it's not the safest one but no. it was enjoyable but i mean that versus like burning yourself or like popping your lip Whoops. blood yeah. vessels is i guess that's a little better it's the better. car's only going four yeah. miles an hour it's okay that's true just do it not on a busy road right exactly okay this one bullet that I think Jess put on here. I don't know if this is completely over, but she says house music, dressing in neon, and going to shows, <laughs> doing, doing Molly. <laughs> I hope Molly's over. I think for the most part, Molly's over. There's probably a select few people right, that still, still do Molly. Doing, but, but I don't think that like house music or dressing in neon and going to shows is over. I think no. we're just past that point in life. That's true. I think it had like a big moment. Raves were big for a while. Yeah. When we were even in, like, people that school. weren't into that would do it yeah mm-hmm. i would say like my sophomore year of college because i remember mm-hmm. distinctly going to see a dj at the house of blues when i lived in fenway mm-hmm. and i remember i'd like wear like these terrible outfits and it had to be neon something and right yeah it's not good i'm kind of, i'm glad i'm not in that phase of life anymore yeah we're happy if we grew up if you're in it all the power to you but good luck you'll be out not, soon not my life <laughs> you can do it okay uh, something i'm really excited to Oh, this is a fun one. Before we get to the whole couples, because mm-hmm. I think that's really I'm interesting. So <laughs> um, but it's Monday, and a new season of The Bachelor starts tonight. Oh, I'm so pumped. Um, we were just talking about how excited we are. Um, neither of us are watching tonight, so mm-hmm. we'll catch up and yeah. get back to you next next week, whatever, some point in the season, yeah. <laughs> one day. Um, but 10 years ago, um, season, I think it was 15 of The Bachelor aired. And Jake Pavelka was The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. He was the original pilot Bachelor. Oh. Which I completely forgot until I looked him up. And literally, like, his Bachelor, like, ad, like, Mm -hmm. promo had, like, wings behind him. Like, plain wings. And I was like, oh, that's cute. Like, Peter says a windmill. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Um, And uh, this was just like a walk down memory lane for me because when did you start again who was your first chris souls so much later i think all right so you're i'll get to that because that happened five years ago because jake pavelka had been kicked off of jillian harris's season and i was recently turned back on to jillian harris and like her businesses and how well she's doing and i'm like obsessed with following her right now um because she's friends with caitlin bristow um but Jake proposed to Vienna, who was the villain on his uh, season. Nobody liked her. I don't believe they're together. Um, and then this that was the season that gave us Allie Fedowski, mm-hmm. um, and she became The Bachelorette. And we love Allie. She's just always been an angel, so that was fun. Um, this was also when Bachelor Pad was on, and that was, I remember like, the catch-all show. I never watched it. I, yeah, I never have seen that. But it just gives me, like, real-world vibes. Like, yes. original real-world. Like, way back, it just... Yep. strikes me as something yep. early in the decade yeah they're just all in the house it was too weird um but also speaking of caitlin Brisso, and she just posted about this yesterday and then again today was that she auditioned for the bachelor five years ago okay and that's when i started watching right. her season on well her on crystal season right and which wow. also like crystal season gave us a lot of really great goals girls excuse me like mm-hmm. caitlin Britt. I can't remember. I don't know. Like a bunch of people and it just sort of like, it's so funny to think about how this sort of franchise just snowballs Mm -hmm. because like thinking about like um, Jillian going into people like Allie and all those sort of, that type of stuff. And Mm -hmm. now with just like it all circling back again with Jason and Caitlin dating and them having the friendship between Blake and Colton and they're all friends they're it's all such friends. a weird it's little so world fun. it's so weird when I I can't remember if I talked about this specifically well I know I've mentioned that I've like we've done work with the mm-hmm. bachelor people in the past but I remember we were in New York for a watch party for mm-hmm. the bachelorette or something with Luke Pell yeah and we're bringing him on his like media day before the event mm-hmm. and next thing I know he invites Grant. Mm-hmm. Um, Grant's now getting interviewed because, like, what, what is he going to do? Just sit there? It was right. slightly awkward, but 
Um, then we took them out to dinner and they were like, oh, we need like four or five extra seats at the dinner table. Vinny showed up. Three of the girls, I can't remember what their names were, mm-hmm. but like three of the girls that had been on like the previous season. Yeah. And then when we went to the event, Olivia came. Like literally they all just like hang right. in a pack. Yeah. They, they pretty do. much don't hang out with anyone else anymore. Yeah. Which I understand too, especially because like, or especially if you're one of those people that like has gotten quite a bit of fame from it. Mm-hmm. It's a tough world yeah. to, like, constantly have your love life ridicule like that. Like, yeah. every celebrity does in a way, but not in the sense of, like, everybody just thinks you're an open book and, mm-hmm. like, open f- for them, basically. Yeah. Um, and open to date them, basically, like, yeah. as we've oh seen. Oh, my God. Um, do you know how many times I've messaged people from The Bachelor <laughs> and been like, oh, just in case it doesn't work out. Hi, I'm um, here. Yeah, they do not message me back, but it's fine. <laughs> Maybe because they're not actually open chats. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they just wanted uh, I, something new. Yeah. Um, but so, like, I get why that sort of happens. Yeah, people otherwise, I'm sure, don't get it. One of the girls that's joining the season tonight, the one that I think I mentioned in the past, um, I've been following on Instagram for a mm-hmm. while before she even auditioned. She posted the sweetest, like, I have it right here on her Instagram story. And it was, like, to my Bachelor 24 sisters – um, things to remember when being judged by others and it's this little like graphic of all mm-hmm. these nice things like it's not about you it's about them mm-hmm. doesn't matter what they think it matters what you think and she like put this whole thing about how she gets the show is funny to make fun of but remember we're all human mm-hmm. which I I thought was nice because I can't imagine yeah like I couldn't do the show because I would be not right. able to be friends with all these girls probably because I would be jealous and upset <laughs> if I got sent right, home right right literally um speaking of Caitlin posted something similar to I'm obsessed with Caitlyn Brosser if nobody knew <laughs> um but she posted something today and she just said like good luck pilot Pete we're rooting for you um she said I always question watching every season due to a little PTSD overwhelming emotions and knowing a little too much and I'm sure most people don't know but she um has had like a really troubled relationship with Mike Fleiss who's the creator of The Bachelor and who oh. like was very aggressive and like was really horrible to her basically um but she said i always want to support the people going through this journey so while i have billion or i have bitter feelings towards one person out of hundreds i'll choose to love the hundreds of others who changed my life so and then she went on to say try to remind yourself they are humans not characters Mm -hmm. which i think that like all of us who are reality tv fans should Mm -hmm. remember is yeah like they're real people yeah um even if we don't know the real them like yeah they're not out here playing someone else yeah. like what they're showing you is who they are so words hurt and you never know how you would be in these kinds of situations a little chirping and teasing is fun questioning people's behavior is fine hate is not yeah so it was like a good reminder oh that's nice especially because i think at this point everyone knows the editing that goes into the bachelor right shows is just next level mm-hmm. and like we have no idea what actually happened so it's hard to speaking do of that but um I have been in a weird space lately and I have been I've had like in the background a lot recently is Victorious (laughs) on Netflix (laughs) um which I think I'm like a Victorious and Nickelodeon fan more so because my siblings really Mm -hmm. were so it was always on when I was like older and old enough to remember really but there was this one point where they had like a reality produce production company mm-hmm. come to their school and basically did that like slice and edited different phone conversations oh. and put it together and I was like wow why didn't I get when I was 13 that this is how tv production no. works I love that when you like look back on uh something from your childhood and you're like oh wow that's what they meant by it right like I should have known then um but speaking of all this like love and coupling mm-hmm. um we put together a small list of couples that got together and couples that broke up in the last 10 years um so at the top of my couples that got together list because i'm really recently obsessed with them is j-lo and a-rod and that's new yeah last like two years um kim and kanye kim and chris humphreys (laughs) um chrissy teigen and john legend um and then amal and george clooney great couple great couple great couple power couple how yeah i mean if i could be like in a relationship half as awesome that's what i want that's it that's a goal that's actually what i want in a life is to be in a relationship Mm -hmm. like that and where like where you're equal parts powerhouses i totally um and then on the couples that broke up we have angelina and brad 
which I feel like is still I'm still sad I don't know I'm what so happened sad but... about that I still don't know like is there a resolution like how are the kids what, what's going on I don't know I mean I feel like I read something that maybe they hung out like or did like a holiday together mm-hmm. but I know with the Golden Globes that, that was yesterday recent, right yeah yeah everyone's like speculating that he's getting back with Jennifer Aniston and when he was giving his speech at the Golden Globes they like panned to her when he made a comment about why he didn't bring his mom because people speculate any woman he stands next to he's dating which is kind of funny but wow. her TV her, production at its finest yeah her expression didn't give me anything their, like secretly right. dating vibes it gave me like their exes and that's that that's that um we also super recent have mm-hmm. Jenna Duan and Channing Tatum which is sad sad that and was a- I feel like it's kind of I don't know I just he's also like quickly in a new relationship and no offense but it's especially weird because um his new girlfriend Jessie J who I I like Jessie J she's fine but she looks very she's like very similar looking Mm -hmm. so that's just awkward like yeah me I don't know yeah I agree um JLo and Mark Anthony Kim Kardashian and Chris Humphreys also <laughs> made the breakup list because that lists. happened clearly within the decade. It happened within not even six months of a decade. But <laughs> Literally. Right. Uh, Miley and Liam. That's sad. Sad, but, like, I love him, so I'm low-key happy about it. Yeah. Not that I have a chance, but, you know. I think that, like, from what I've learned of that relationship, like, or from what we've read mm-hmm. and not what actually we know, it just seems like it was not going to yeah it was not meant to be i know it was sad though because mm-hmm. i love the last song i know such a good movie i feel like i can't watch that in the same way anymore no it's i'm i mean i cry in general watching it but now i'm probably gonna cry a little more um and then lastly we have justin and selena which is weird i don't know i feel like that was so long ago to me i feel, I feel like it was so long ago but it also just like always made sense in my mm-hmm. mind so when i looked it up they broke up in 2012 okay that sounds about right which like and then there was like they were friends for a while blah 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 you know who knows but like i feel like it would if someone had told me they broke up in 2017 i would have also believed that yeah so i i don't know that's just yeah my thoughts on that well because if you think about it 2012 is like another world ago i was still in high school you were still in high school uh, yeah like, I, I was a freshman in high yeah. school the fact that people still are like Oh my God, Selena and Haley have you? It's like no, like, I'm no. sure she does not care about her ex boyfriend no, from really, 2012. Exactly. Like she's good. Right. He's good. If some like, like no, like they're fine. Like you move on. Yeah. It's been eight years. Literally, it's okay. Um, speaking of 2012 though, Coney 2012. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, I remember that. Like, I, I swear to God, I still don't actually know what it is. No, I don't either. Okay, great. I, I just remember thought it was I was gonna say that, place. and you were gonna give me another look of like, are you serious? No, no. I just I remember no, seeing posters around school, like being. I was like scared it was this huge thing, but then also like never knew actually what it was. Yeah. Well, also everyone thought the, the world, world was gonna end in 2012. I mean, the movie 2012 was a good movie. It is a good movie. I. Part of me was, I remember being like, oh, no, that's not going to happen. But then there was, like, a low-key part the day before it was supposed mm-hmm. to happen where I was like, mm, I don't know. I remember, like, sitting in my bed and being like, could not wake up tomorrow. Yeah, I know. Knows? I kept thinking, like, good night. I was like, how's it going to happen? Will I right. know? Will I was just like, <laughs> right. will we just be obliterated? Like, who knows? Truth is, this could be a simulation. The world could have ended 30 years ago. This yeah. is all a split second oh in God. our minds. <laughs> who knows? Oh, my God. But also things that happened this decade which i didn't realize both happened but we had two royal weddings this decade yeah which like oh, yeah which i mean actually we technically had three because of Someone. beatrice mm-hmm. th- their cousin whatever but i mean both william and harry got married this decade yeah and had kids this decade i was gonna say i remember distinctly when uh the baby the first baby was born i don't know his name um was. george 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 yeah when george was born like, I think that's what it was. Maybe it was the wedding, though. But I just remember at one point for one of those things, mm-hmm. or both, who knows, Dunkin' Donuts would do, like, special, like, munchkins, and they had, like, sprinkles on them. I think that was for the baby because I think Probably. they had, like, blue and pink, and, like, we weren't sure if it was I a boy remember, or a girl. I, well, so William and Kate got married in 2011, mm-hmm. and it was, like, early April, um, and I didn't watch that wedding live, but I remember... I believe that George was born in, like, 2013, mm. probably, maybe 2014. No, it's probably, but it's got to be 2014, 2015. <laughs> okay. 
It happened at some point within the decade, I'm going to take a break because it was 2014 because it was the, I think it was the summer before my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. But I remember like sitting there watching E! News, like waiting for oh, them yeah. to come out of the hospital and stand and take their photo because I like just knew I was like, like literally this child is the future king of England. Mm. Like this is a big deal. I remember this. And I like yeah. very stinct- distinctively remember that moment. Mm-hmm. So like. I remember that, and then I woke up at like six a.m. to watch. Did you Harry and Meghan get married? Oh my in god! Yeah, I knew someone that threw like a brunch and had all their friends over, and oh, like that's cute. They went all out, but I was like, I'm not waking up for that. Yeah, as well, cool as I, I mean, thought it was, like, so early. Yeah, I mean that was particularly cool because like we all kind of wanted to be princesses growing up, and she literally was just like a girl from America and got to so be a princess cool too because she. I mean, like, obviously, it's very clear that she married him for love, which is, Mm -hmm. like, we love. We're so happy about that. But in doing so, she broke so many barriers. Like, Mm -hmm. she is, I mean, she's technically a woman of color. She is very open about being or being mixed. She's half black. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she had been divorced, which, like, literally the British, the royals have, like, exile their own family members mm-hmm. for getting divorces so the fact that that she is who she is now mm-hmm. is like just i think shows how much that our society has come how much the monarchy has mm-hmm. come like everybody has like come so far in way more than a decade but yeah like it's still kind of cool to see that we're the ones sort of witnessing this history yeah, happen for sure speaking of just things changing like crazy within the last decade it's weird to look back on things that either didn't exist or, mm-hmm. like, rose in popularity, like, insanely within the last decade. I was looking back, and Uber was founded in 2009, I think. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't big. Like, I remember in my freshman year of college, I would take cabs. Oh, and I mean, wow. Yeah, it wasn't, like, when I was in – when I started college, it wasn't a big thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think I downloaded it. I probably started using it more my sophomore year, but mm-hmm. I still remember the time where I would have to, like – flag a cab right. and like do that which is so now I can't even imagine right. I also think about that because like I for a majority of my college times like we went to parties in East Boston like mm-hmm. that was we were like sort of like the big group of students that moved out to East Boston yeah. which I've people aren't from the Boston area they probably don't know very well but like I remember like very distinctly some nights being like if we didn't have Uber, like, what the fuck would we do? Yeah. You know, like, I would have True. to I would have to have a call, num- or like, a cab number programmed into my phone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like Which is also, like, something that people previously didn't have. Yeah. You know, people that previously didn't have cell phones or the ability True. to have those numbers on hand. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I remember one day, I think it was my sophomore year of college, and I was just, like, I was going to South Station to take a bus home and I had been like struggling so hard and it was like a rough day. Mm. And so I just called an Uber because I was like, I'm going to treat myself. Yeah. And I remember sitting there being like, thank God. I'm in this like yeah. phase in the world where I can call an Uber because I couldn't have walked the no. 10 blocks today. I know. It's so weird. Like TBT to the days when I would like only Uber if I really had to or like home from a party at mm-hmm. night. Because now, like, if it's cold out, I Uber, like, down the block. I'm like, all right, this is it. (laughs) Literally, the phrase Uber everywhere is real. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, dating apps were basically not a thing. I think Tinder wasn't found until, like, 2012, and Bumble was, like, 2014. Although I will say Tinder still – maybe it was because, like, I was young, which could make sense, but Tinder felt really new to, like, Mm -hmm. everyone. Yeah. Like, my freshman year of – college like that was the only time I've ever been on tinder but it was Mm -hmm. this sort of kind of thing of like people are on it but we're not really sure like what this is or why any of us are on it or what's going on or what's so strange is now I feel like I mean not so much tinder because I feel like people don't use that as much or they use it for a very specific thing (laughs) Mm -hmm. but like now the majority of the way people meet is like dating apps Mm -hmm. like I've met the last few guys I've dated from dating apps I remember when dating apps first or like dating websites sort mm-hmm. of first came a thing. Like I would love to know when Match.com was founded. Mm. Um, but like all of their commercials were sort of like how people were like hiding that yeah. they weren't found, didn't meet on dating yeah. apps and everything because like it you it was wa- like you taboo, walked into Christmas like, with like oh my boyfriend I met online yeah. your family would go up in arms yeah with like nowadays it's like okay cool no yeah when I remember in college like a lot of people's bios on dating apps would be like 
the classic like I'll say we met in line at Dunkin Donuts or something like it was right. even back then you wouldn't mm-hmm. admit it I remember last summer I was dating a guy I met on a dating app and when he was gonna come down to the Cape to meet my family mm-hmm. and my dad was like oh how'd you guys meet and I was like um a dating app I don't know <laughs> I was like I don't know like at that point I was just like this is how it happens dad so sorry right um match.com was founded in 1993 oh wow so well, we have come a long way have you seen on I've seen on like tv shows back in the day before we were like we were like babies but like people used to upload videos of themselves yes. like that was like how they did it it was right. before it was like the pre-dating That's app like, have you seen the holiday Yes. Oh, I yeah. love The Holiday. It's a great movie. Amazing Fantastic movie. movie. Also the original Airbnb. True. Basically. Like, I would love to do that. Just some random switch. website that like they don't know and all of a sudden just like pick random mm-hmm. houses. Like she had no clue where she wanted to go but she picked England in this random ass town. Like yeah. I would pick a flat in London before I would yeah. pick some random ass mm-hmm. town that who knows yeah. where. But... but then you meet Jude Law and your life is amazing. And... Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> be great. Uh, yeah, my life would be. I would be so happy. Um, Hannah Montana was still on air. Mm-hmm. The good old days. That, oh, great days. It feels like so long ago, but it does. Putting into perspective like that, I'm like, okay. I think I've said on the podcast before, but Hannah Montana was on for a really long time. Um, that by the time, like towards the end of it, I was like old, mm-hmm. too old, like not into it anymore. Yeah. Um, and so I definitely watched Hannah Montana, the movie, like loved yeah. it so much. But I think after the movie, I kind of like stopped watching this show so yeah. much. Um, it's also sort of interesting in a mentality of like, she just took her wig off in front of a whole town of people. Like she's going secret- back to LA. Like yeah, what? The secret stayed. Um, but I remember like the final season and I feel like that was the first time that I comprehended and maybe Disney actually showed like this is a season mm. like, this is the final season they yeah. made it very clear that this is the last like 12 episodes whatever um but I, d- I never watched the final season mm. so like one day I will make it a point yeah. to like go back and watch but not today yeah I don't know if I have this one got me because these were like shows that I mm-hmm. loved and still love like my favorite show of all time The Office was still years away from its final that's what she said um, the show didn't end until 2013, and I remember I was watching it on air, so yeah. I will never forget the, oh my god, saddest day of my <laughs> life when it ended, but I still watch it, so it's fine. Um, and we wouldn't find out who Gossip Girl was until 2012, and I distinctly remember that too because the finale, they like hyped it up, they did, um, beef, I think it was, I want to say it was right before it ended, like the, they did... Um, like a finale special mm, like yep. almost like behind the scenes like look back and then they showed the finale yeah or like vice versa but mm-hmm. it was I think I remember sitting on my couch in my childhood home like sobbing mm-hmm. like I must have still been in high school yep. or had come home for a weekend from freshman year but either way it was so sad like yeah those I still watch both those shows yeah. they're like the best mm-hmm. and speaking of Pretty Little Liars didn't <sighs> end until 2017 um yeah. We didn't find out who A was until June 27th, 2017. Which is so crazy. That show went on for way that too show, long. That show, when did it, um, they, was on for seven years. It first aired in 2010. So okay. it first aired about a decade ago. A decade ago yeah. Um, well, and lasted for seven years, which I, at the time I had mixed feelings about it going on for seven mm-hmm. years. Um, I think I still do in terms of like the storyline and mm-hmm. everything like that, especially after reading the books. But, I mean, in general, oh. seven years for a show is, like, it's fairly average, average I would yeah. guess. It was just so hard to keep up with. Like, I loved it. I watched it until the yeah. end because I had to know. That was, At that was the point, same you've got to find like, out who I, I was almost a junior in college, and I was, like, mm-hmm. sitting watching Pretty Little Liars every Tuesday night because yeah. I was like, fuck this. I started watching when I was 12. Who is I A? I deserve to know <laughs> yeah. who A is. And I, like... You put in the time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, like... I was like, I read all the books. Like, yeah, that's even. I I knew who A was the first time when it was Mona, and like I oh. deserve to know now who like they've changed it to right. like, the hundredth time. Yeah, I know. I remember the finale because like me and my mom would watch it when I was mm-hmm. in, I guess high school. I'm yeah, yeah, I was in high school when it started. Yeah, and at this point when the, it ended. Um, it must have been like the summer, I think. Yes, and yep. we were down the Cape, and we made everyone like leave there, and we're like, "This is it. Like, we're finally gonna find out." And you see after it, and all you're this like, time. What the fuck is this? Yeah. Like who? And also <laughs> no. every every week, I'd be like, "Wait, what's going on?" Like right. I don't, they, I don't know. They plot twisted three times an episode every week for like two. I don't years. think they knew it was going on recently. No. Like maybe 
four years ago, I got asked to babysit for family friends. Mm-hmm. And the girls were like twins. They were 11. And they were like, oh, we watch Pretty Little Liars now. I'm pretty sure their dad did not want them watching that. Yeah, that's But valid. I was like, sure. We can. All we did the entire day that I babysat was I watch Pretty that. Little Liars from the beginning. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah. I- <laughs> it was – It's. I remember – we like first got Netflix and my sister was also probably a similar age and definitely too young to be watching Netflix or to be watching Pretty Little Liars, but she watched mm-hmm. it from the beginning. So by the time she finished, like by the time the last two seasons started, so we mm-hmm. watched the last two seasons together for the most part. Um, but like, I also remember thinking that like one day I hope this is a show that like my daughter's binge watch mm. like I feel like it was it's just a one good of those binge show it is and I feel like it was one of those like coming of age shows mm. for us where they address a lot of issues they talk yeah. about a lot of stuff like it's very unrealistic like oh, if, yeah. if I lived in a town like that like mm, I would be locked in my fucking bedroom forever. yeah oh my god I would never yes. leave 100 <laughs> percent um speaking of Netflix I feel like people always forget and I don't know if it was within the decade mm. did, did I write it down no but it used to not be streaming like it was you would have to order your dvds from netflix back to my grandmother (laughs) my grandmother was my introduction to netflix because she loves movies and would order a movie at a time from netflix and she still does that oh my god wait can you still get dvds you can you can and i was on there there are certain movies where like when they first come out of theaters they'll only be released on Mm. dvd for like three months and then they're on online but she was saying she was like yeah they send me mail like they send me emails like they want me to go online she goes but I won't she was like I like to have a movie I like a movie set in the mail I like to watch that's it on so my cute. TV it's so cute Aww. so I mean like and I think that's why like there are people like that that they yeah. like keep that business going yeah. for I think also because if it wasn't for stuff like that there would be no like physical copies of no. movies anymore <laughs> no everything and would be online I know it's so weird because like obviously Christmas was recently mm-hmm. and usually I would get like a DVD like we'd all get like a DVD or right. something as part right. of our gift like you always get something like that yeah but now it, there's no point so right I, I'm like okay well yeah and it's like our laptops don't even have drives no. anymore like I know there's no point bizarre um speaking of though Blockbuster closed in 2013 that's so weird because that seems like it should have been so long ago. That seems late to me. Yeah, me too. I feel I like feel it should have like, been in the... I feel like that should be like 2005. Yeah. I mean, maybe they started to close like way prior to yes. that. Because I I like have distinct memories of like on a Friday night with my dad like going to the mm-hmm. Blockbuster in our town. But I know that my siblings don't remember that. Mm-hmm. And so like, I mean, 2000. I would guess, like, in 2013 is, like, definitely way too late for that. So I'm sure that's, like, when the company, like, officially, like, shut down. Yeah. I know. I wish I could look up when – I guess I could somewhere, but I don't even know where I'd start. Right. But the one in my town, because right. I, I would go with my dad, too, and I remember he'd, like, each – let us each pick out a movie, mm-hmm. and we'd just walk around. Like, I had no idea. There was no rhyme or reason to the store. No. no. Also, there was a different video store in the town next to me um, on Route 44 in Rainham. I don't know what it was called, but it was, like – we'd get, like, VHS tapes there, yeah. and – I used to go growing up all the time. Mm-hmm. It was, like, my favorite place in the world. And that obviously closed way before Blockbuster did. Right. But it was, like, the greatest thing. And I honestly forget that it existed yeah. until these you, conversations. Like, you think about it, yeah. But also, back to our reality TV mm-hmm. love, is Jersey Shore was just starting. True. Which also seems late to me. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Cause I, I definitely was in high school. Cool, I guess. Mm, yeah, I guess that makes sense. But yeah, that was just starting and The Hills was just ending because mm-hmm. one of my tweets when I was going back through them mm-hmm. was that I was catching up on DVR. Oh, how I'll miss The Hills. And I looked it up. I had tweeted that two days before the final episode. Oh, so wow. it literally ended. And then both of those shows had reboots within the last couple of years. Right. So it was like decade came full circle. Literally. literally. <laughs> and you can guarantee that I watched both of those reboots. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Um, another thing I feel like I just need to talk about this decade, just because I don't know why, but they're just on my mind a lot, um, is this decade contain almost, like, everything Kardashian. Oh, true. Which, like, I mean, Mason's, I think, 10 or 11 now, Mm -hmm. so which means they had already been on air. Yeah. They were already doing, like, Courtney and Chloe Chloe. take Miami. Yeah. Because that's where Mason was born. Yes. And, like, Courtney and Kim take New York or something Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah. When Dash was a thing, Dash, all the Dash doors have since closed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They I went to a Dash store once in oh, Soho, and it was five years ago, actually, I remember, because I visited a friend who lived in New York, 
and I came up with my memories the other day. <laughs> really, the whole decade is just like coming at me hard and True. memories on Facebook. Yeah. But I mean, like in that time, I like literally everything. Well, not everything, but a majority of their sort of success mm-hmm. happened basically oh, yeah. in the last decade with like Courtney and Scott's drama, Chloe marrying Lamar. Yeah. Chloe divorcing saving lamar's life and then divorcing Mm -hmm. him um which that wasn't meant to sound bad like she should have divorced him first but she's too good of a person um kim and chris humphreys that 72 day marriage the birth of north kim and kanye Mm -hmm. chloe and tristan his bullshit kylie and tyga and then kylie and travis like every i mean at this point in 2020 there's not a single person in america who does not know who the kardashians are right exactly I mean, Chris and Bruce divorced. Bruce transitioned to Caitlyn. Mm-hmm. I read something the other day, and it was, or I like saw a tweet somewhere um, about some someone posting about someone's marriage, like in the card. Oh, someone posted that like they want Kim and Kanye's marriage, and I was like, mm-hmm. interesting. I don't. I would not want that marriage. I don't want no. any sort of like. I really do love them, but mm-hmm. they are not good at relationships. No, not one of them. I think what changed the most. With regards to, like, how I feel about them. Mm-hmm. Within the past decade, like, I definitely used to watch Keeping Up With Kardashians regularly. Mm-hmm. I, for the most part, enjoyed them back then. Mm-hmm. Now, honestly, for the most part, they drive me insane. Mm-hmm. I feel like the show has run its course and should it, not be on. The show has definitely run its and course. It's time is enough. They drive me literally up a wall because, like, now they have kids. Like, your parents, you should be doing things for your kids, not for your, like, right. Instagram aesthetic. And well, Kim's, like, oh, our whole house is looks... Like a creepy That's a thing. Even like, cave. Like, Kylie's also a year younger than I am. So Kylie mm-hmm. is 21, almost 22. The fact that she literally captioned her photo and posted a thirst trap last week is disgusting. Yeah. Like, honestly, if that that's like what you like. I, you could be naked. I don't care. Yeah. Post that. But like, don't call it that. Yeah. You know, like. And like. Just don't, just don't write a caption. Yeah. And for the holidays, like you see, they all have their matching outfits with their kids, which at first glance, is really cute, but then you think about it, and, like, when we were growing up, like, our parents would dress us for, like, to make us look cute. Right. They dress themselves first so that they look hot, and then right. they find something that their kids Have can wear to go along with it as an accessory. Their kids are literally an their accessory. Their kids are accessories. Have you also noticed, though, that they're literally, like, Chloe and Kylie do this a lot, too. They, like, basically only carry their kids on their hips, and, like, that's mm-hmm. all their kids do. Yeah. Is just ride their hips, and yeah. that's, like, eh. Yeah. Um, and Courtney, who preaches about being a mom left and right, is always off in different countries dating young guys, yeah. running poosh, which, po- what the fuck is poosh? I don't know. Like, I subscribe to their emails, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> so, like, yeah. I, I don't know. You know? Yeah. They're, they're I'm, too I'm much. I'm a fan, but I totally get how people aren't. However, yeah. I do have a lot of respect for what they've built. Yeah. I do, though, think, though, that, like, it's, like, a classic business education of, like, you need to recognize when your time is up mm. and, like, find a way to, like, navigate that whole, like, decline stage yeah. of your business cycle and figure out where to go from here. Yeah. Like, you I think need they're... to strategize and stop. I just think that a decade's ending and, like, certain people need to recognize when, like, things need yeah. to come to an end. Yeah. And, like, that's one of the... I feel like they got to move on. Yeah. Like... But then it's also, like, back to The Bachelor. In 20... 20- 10 that was season 15 of the Mm -hmm. bachelor so that means that like that show has now lasted more than two decades yeah that franchise lasted more than two decades and that's a reality show that i mean yeah it's a different cast every Mm -hmm. season and i think that's why it does better definitely but it's also like they've kind of somehow maintained this whole like sexist vibe of like Mm -hmm. men one man picking through a multitude of women and like society is somehow still okay with it and blah 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 but like that's lasted and other things haven't it's just weird that's true and i think there are times where like you could be like okay the bachelor like really needs to right take a hint and i took a three-year break from the bachelor basically so i understand yeah and i like i did i took a break into it now again so it's like i mean they gotta chill with the most dramatic season yet like no it's not we get it the joke like what joke joke should go on for more than two weeks none and they have let it going for five years like no we get it it's not very very true (sighs) this has been exhausting i know i a trip down memory lane really really gets you Mm -hmm. 
the good news that in the last decade we become able to legally drink so we got to enjoy some wine during this episode yep because yeah at 15 and 12 that was not no. happening do you think your boy problems are better now or worse than 10 years ago oh my god um definitely worse now because <laughs> yeah. i feel like when i was 15 i like did all right like i didn't I was too nervous to like go out with boys, but like I got asked out by a lot of boys mm. and I was like, good. I was like feeling comfortable. Now I was, we just had this conversation before this started. Like every guy I'm like into and we start dating mm-hmm. a few months go by and then they're like, oh, I don't know if I want like a relationship. Well, it's like, it's th- but you know what? That wouldn't have happened back then. I don't think guys did that. Like now guys like have dating apps and they have all the options think, in the world and yeah. they're jerks. And they they are jerks. Men suck. <laughs> flat out trash actually that's gonna be on our list (laughs) yeah uh, for like an episode in 2020 how horrible men are but (laughs) it's just sort of like I remember like being so brokenhearted certain days Mm. in middle school and high school over like small crushes over like stuff like that and even then like I've been through shitty relationships and had tough times but like no relationship has been like that traumatizing or life ending yeah for me. no that yeah the good part is like or even that like life altering yeah I feel like as years go by even like one year to the next I feel like you get better at dealing with it like mm-hmm. I remember I was dating a guy in probably 10 years ago like sophomore year of high school for maybe like two weeks like I thought he was great right I broke I think I took a the break mm-hmm. I was the one that initiated it and then somehow like I was the one who ended up like I was sobbing like yeah. heartbroken yeah then fast forward nine years to, like last year and I'd been dating a guy for a few months you know the story mm-hmm. um introduced me to his family all this stuff like I thought it was going well but I was like heartbroken like right he texted me at like 8 30 on a Thursday to dump me literally I remember yeah. getting we got a text that she was like um Guys, I can't work today. Yeah, I was like, I need to go. I'm going to brunch and I'm having a Bloody Mary. I was like sobbing. Her Bloody Mary had a lobster claw in yeah, it. I it remember. Did. It did. I was tre- Well, actually, I wasn't even treating myself. I had texted. I told my brother yeah. and my dad texted him and was like, take her out. Make sure she feels okay. So my brother had like my dad's credit card and like we balled out on brunch. It was great. Love it. But I was like really heartbroken for all. Yeah. Meanwhile, fast forward another year, someone tells me they don't want a relationship. But literally, um... An hour ago, finger to the wall, and I'm like, eh, all right, well, Whatever. I'll drink some wine with my friend and record a podcast, and yeah, we're good. And we, amen. We They're, we've evolved in the last ten years too. We really have. Um, quickly though, before we wrap up, where do you? Th- I was just thinking of like where we are in relationships, and I feel mm-hmm. like I've realized that like relationships don't define me, but mm-hmm. I've also had like friendships come and go. Yeah, especially in this decade, like being through college oh, yeah. and high school and everything, and it's like I had some like. not necessarily aggressive but like huge big group arguments Mm -hmm. and like huge like at the time felt like drama and even thinking back being like oh my god like that was a tough situation to like be in and like I just can't remember but I also can't even like fathom right now arguing with anyone no yeah it's weird in high school there were so many big like if you stopped being friends with someone it was like so traumatic yeah now for the most part it's like okay well maybe we drifted nothing happened I also feel that the friendships I have now like you're more selective now mm-hmm. I feel like the people I'm friends with one we're not I don't know I feel like maybe in high school and college your friends almost like out of circumstance and yes, like convenience so true. at this point yeah, anyone I have around or because you have classes with people yeah and I mean some of them obviously like I'm still right um really great friends actually I got called out one of the last episodes my friend Bridget texted me and she was like you just referred to us in your podcast as your high school friends <laughs> we're literally still best friends and I was like oh yeah you're right I'll I'll give you some more credit yeah, than that but I'm still like best friends with a lot of people from high school yeah Bridget so Aaron I. Megan yeah. shout out so you guys can't yell yeah, at me so am I. I am like so blessed with like it's actually a pretty big group of friends and mm-hmm. like it's there's six guys and four girls and mm-hmm. like love them yeah. but don't get obviously don't get to see them much like I don't live at home right. a lot of them or most, most of them are living at home right now. Um, a couple are still in school. So it's, like, everyone's sort of in this different phase of mm-hmm. life. But I also know that, like, I can see one of them and, like, there's no awkwardness. can talk yeah. about anything. Or, like, we could all get together be, get together as a group and it's, nothing has changed. Yeah. Nothing has changed. Yeah. But I also went through, like, a two-and-a-half-year period of my life where basically I can I, – I think it's both a strength and a weakness that I can cut people out of my life. 
mm-hmm. if I like come to the real it takes me a lot to get there mm-hmm. but if I like all of a sudden have this realization like this person's hurting me I yeah. can't do this anymore like I cut out like I will like which is unfollow you off social media like oh wow I, I mean will, that's for the best I think it's yeah better to do that than to hang and, like, on I like and- I know I have I offended certain people early on in college by doing mm-hmm. that but I was just like you were never good to me you yeah. hurt me badly like yeah you're not in my life and like I've been like so much better because I cut certain people out of mm-hmm. my life but also at the time like it was painful yeah so it's like even if you're doing the one cutting it hurts but it's like yeah it's nice now. I feel so confident in, I think, post-college, the friends you have and mm-hmm. that stick with you over those years, like, yeah. that's it. Like, I have my very solid group of girlfriends, some that I met in college, some that I knew from high school, and some that I met, like, within the last year mm-hmm. or two, and I feel so happy, and, like, I feel like this age, it's really good to be in a good place with friends, yeah. and I'm, like, very content. I'm looking for it. I haven't had the uh, very many opportunities or, like, been very good at like making friends friends as an adult yet so I'm like it's looking hard. for it. I mean I've only been out of college for almost eight, seven eight months so mm-hmm. I'm like looking for that but yeah. um I also have like struggled not so much recently but did in the fall of like not seeing my friends mm-hmm. every day and yeah. like some of my friends like we were we did become friends because we were in proximity to each other but like it became like mm-hmm could not live without this person right. type of situation um so like that was t- really tough too to, yeah like everyone's in different place everyone kind of works different hours like yeah everyone's sort of all around um so that was like tough to navigate and I yeah. still sort of feel like that but we're getting through it yeah it is super hard to make friends as an adult right like and I I mean I work from home most of the time luckily I met you through work <laughs> yes. even though we were in an office every day thank god and like I'm friendly with everyone else we work yeah. with um and just, like, other th- – I don't know. You just got to – when it happens, though, you know, like, it'll be right. such weird things that bring you with someone, and you're like, oh, right. this, this, this is my person. I right. like them. exactly. So it's good. Yeah. I mean, I think 2020 is going to be a good one. I think 2020 has to be a good one. Yeah. I have a good feeling. Mm-hmm. I made a vision board the other night with some of my girlfriends Ooh, who I, I met in the past year or two. That's so, so cool. Yeah. Jess and I have, like, some brainstorming sessions coming yes. up, and we have lots of ideas, but I kind of want to share some of the things, like, I've learned recently, mm-hmm. and, like, some of, like, the way I've looked at 2020 and have set goals, mm-hmm. because it's just been, like, so different than ever in the past, so I'm, like, just in, like, mm-hmm. such a fresh mindset, which, like, I literally came back, like, it started a few days before 2020, but I was away, and I came mm-hmm. back literally for the beginning of the year, pretty much, and, like, came back and just literally a completely new mindset and was so ready to go, and flights and everything, <laughs> like, offset me that I was yeah. physically exhausted for a few days, but I mentally was, like, alive, Maybe. so I'm yeah. ready to go. I feel that. It's going to be a good one. We're back in action here. Ready to I'm go. pumped. I'm excited to have our little brainstorm dinner drinks session this week. So, so everyone be excited. Everyone stay tuned and we hope you watch The Bachelor. Yes, yeah, because so, it's going to come up in many, many episodes. Mm-hmm. So get ready. All right. Well, we will talk to you later.